0: I think if you look at the history of Facebook, um, because Facebook was, well, from a consumer perspective, a social media platform brand sort of as a, as a great platform to start engaging with their with their uh, followers or their fans, um, and using it very much as a as a platform to sort of have a conversation with with people. Um, but Facebook has sort of changed the rules, um, and they are actually moving to a space where they're telling brands that listen, you no, no longer can you speak to the fans that you've accumulated over the years for free. You actually need to start paying for them by buying ads. Um, and unfortunately, I think brands haven't quite cottoned onto to this yet, and they're still caught up in the social media space, but they need to start viewing it very much as a, as a reach platform and, and, and saying that, that we can use this platform to buy ads to talk to our consumers in the same way that we use TV or radio. or do,
1: do you think it's the right approach? I mean, I'm aware, I mean, I, I have a... I have a personal Facebook page um, and then I have a Facebook fan page and, and I've certainly been increasingly aware the last six months of the of the decreasing engagement on the on the fan page and that's because they've restricted it. I mean, that's correct, isn't it?
0: Absolutely. So Facebook has said, listen, they, they, they're all about protecting their consumer's interests um, and they're saying that if the average consumer is following 10 or 20 brands and if each of those brands is posting three or four pieces of, of organic or free content today, before the, the the Facebook user has seen anything from his friends and family that is what he's there to consume, he's now been bombarded by 30, 40, 50 brand messages um, before he's even gotten to the content that that are interested. And from Facebook's point of view, that's not a good thing because ultimately if that continues, the, the consumer will move away from Facebook into another platform. So what they're saying to brands now is that, listen, if you want to speak to these people, you actually need to buy an ad um, and we'll allocate within the user's timeline sort of three or four premium ad positions that you can then buy for and, and, and purchase. Um, and and that, that's kind of the, the space that we're sitting in at the moment.
1: Isn't the danger there that the appeal of Facebook is exactly what it was? It was, it was this free space, and, and you restrict the free space. You also restrict the amount of visitors to that particular page, which actually means you restrict the leverage that a page has to deliver a product to an audience.
0: You see, from, uh, in, in my opinion, I don't think that, that consumers go to Facebook to actually engage with brands. They're there to, to have a conversation with their friends and family and, and look at the content that matters to them. The fact that a brand has the opportunity to, to engage and talk with them um, is 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 great, but, uh, but the consumer is not, not actually there to sort of have a conversation with the brand. So I think from, from a brand perspective, they need to start viewing it as a media channel like you do on TV. And saying, listen, if I, and, and the, the beauty about Facebook is it's such a, a targeted medium that you can get very, very specific about who you actually are showing your messages to. So much more so on, 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 than on TV and on radio. So it's an ideal platform to, to really have a, an advertising, uh, space to, to speak to a consumer.
1: All right, so so let's then talk from an advertising side. Who's who's then doing what in South Africa uh, in terms of using Facebook, and of course from your side, media shopping. You, you media planners, you place, you buy advertising on behalf sure. of clients, right? So, so what are you doing? What's your approach?
0: So we we are having the conversation with, with a lot of our brands in in, in terms of, of trying to change their perception of what Facebook is and saying, listen, you know, let, let let's start viewing it as as this, this massive platform that has 13 million consumers on a monthly basis, or 7.8 million consumers on a daily basis, um, and start using it to, to sort of targeted messages to those consumers. Um, we also know that um, from an engagement perspective that uh, Facebook has published numbers that says you know, of, of people that are purchasing products, 90 percent of them that, that saw an ad on Facebook and then went on to buy the product, never actually clicked or engaged with that ad. You know so, so it very much is a, a, a being seen as an opportunity to see so you you go through your timeline, you see an ad for a particular brand in your timeline that that ad may well resonate with you and may well cause you to go and purchase the product, but you're not necessarily going to comment like click or share that particular piece of content with with the people in your network.
1: I suppose I mean, what it what it has what it has done certainly is it's it's certainly you know not just changed the rules but certainly changed the rules of engagement in terms of you have a product to sell, and you want to, you want to target a potential consumer to to buy that product. And with a certain methodology, I'm looking at maybe typically above-the-line advertising uh, in the past, and, and that's now changed completely, right?
0: Yeah, so Facebook have, has actually launched a reach and frequency model because they're sort of recognizing the fact that they have this massive audience, that they can sell off to advertisers, and they're trying to engage with, with, with advertisers and media agencies in the language that that we are used to uh used to using um, within the traditional media space, reach and frequency and impact and those sorts of things, rather than sort of the the, the, the old historic Facebook metrics of, of engagements or likes or shares.
1: And, and some specific, you know, brands who are doing things interesting, some examples you can share with us, uh, Richard? Um, I think there are a lot of
0: brands that are using the platform particularly well. Um, Coca-Cola is one from an international perspective that, that springs to mind over the, the um, Super Bowl. I think it was last year. Um, they ran a campaign about sort of uh, American patriotism, and they used Facebook's targeting capabilities extremely cleverly in terms of sort of tapping into what what resonates with consumers. So they were able to share very specific. It was all one ad, but they were able to take that that, that particular ad and and break it up into into pieces, and and so messages to Muslim Americans about what what makes America great and then show another piece of the ad to um, African American Americans um, about what makes America great. So you can get quite clever in terms of how you target and how you actually reach people on Facebook simply because there's so much data available for us to use and tap into.
1: All right. What then, you know... Do you see you know, moving beyond just just Facebook? And that point about Facebook is not a social media platform. And you're quite right; it, it's very much social media. But it's but but you're suggesting that from a mindset point of view, that, that marketers or advertisers can't see it in the same way. What happens when they do see it as a social media platform? Because because before you answer that, I mean, my understanding then is so it's like it's like having a a, a rugby ball. And in a, in the normal world, you know. You and I would both, and the referee and the players, both see a rugby ball as a rugby ball. What you're actually asking us to do, in fact, is it's a rugby ball for the player and the, and the referee, but, uh, but but maybe it's a bank for somebody else. I mean, is, is that correct? Um,
0: yeah, to, to an extent. So I, I think Facebook are, are starting to engage a lot more with advertisers to try and change this perception of, of where Facebook has come from and where it's going to. Um, and I think um, agencies as well need to have similar conversations and sort of almost educate marketers as to what this change has come about. Um, you know, and, and, and I think we're certainly not saying that brands shouldn't be doing the organic stuff as well. I'm still trying to have a conversation with those fans and followers that they do have. Um, but because Facebook have changed the rules effectively, what, what Facebook is saying is that even if brand X has a million followers on Facebook, if they post a piece of content organic or for free without buying an actual ad unit, that piece of content will not reach more than between 2 and 5% of their followers. So Facebook are really kind of curtailing how much uh, communication a brand can have with the people that they've accumulated the fans over what the years.
1: What has been the reaction from brands to that curtailment? I think generally speaking,
0: the brands that we've spoken to are starting to understand that. Um, and I think the more that they understand the, uh, the targeting abilities and, and, and how Facebook can really allow them to give very specific messages to very specific market segments, And they're definitely on board. And like I say, we're certainly not advocating that they stop doing what they're currently doing from an organic perspective, but they do need to start understanding that if they want to speak to significant numbers of people on Facebook, that they do need to start actually treating it as an advertising platform rather than a, a social platform.
1: Well, I see Christopher Kunga saying the key point here is to educate to educate marketers. I mean, that's pretty obvious. You know, are, are marketers then being educated in in understanding the 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 impact of social media and the changes that is having on marketers? Uh, would that be a given, Richard?
0: Um, I think education is massively important. And if we sort of move away from from Facebook and social media specifically and start looking at digital media. Um, you know, the, and unfortunately, kind of the, the history of digital media in South Africa has been one where the digital industry has kept itself very sort of aloof from the rest of the agency or, or, or marketing sort of sphere. And so there is a very big education job that needs to be done, not only with, with clients and advertisers, but also within within media and, and, and creative agencies as well. Um, we need to change our approach and our perception of digital media as much as we need our, 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 our clients to do so.
1: Okay. Anything else you want to say in conclusion, then, in, in terms of, of your thoughts uh, around this relationship between social media and marketers?
0: Yeah. For me, I just think if if we take a step back and look at it from a consumer's perspective, um, you know, digital media is probably the, 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 the one platform in South Africa that consumers are spending the most of their daily time with. I mean, if we look at where advertisers are actually spending their money, um, they're still focusing very much on the traditional media platforms. Um, and so we do need to sort of reevaluate where where we are trying to speak our consumers. We need to fish where the fish are. And I think digital media is working a place where a lot of our consumers can be found and so we need to be treating it more more seriously. All
1: right. That's where we can leave it, Richard Lords, the associate media director at the Media Shop. We have been tweeting some of the comments you've said, but I'll tell you what, feel free to uh, amplify that by the way, by, by tweeting, you know, some of your intake takeouts using that hashtag media show tweets to me in SFM radio so I can gladly share that with listeners too. All right? Perfect. Perfect. There we are, the thought leader discussion.